Oh, let's get ready to rumble! And welcome to the Part-Time Sport Podcast, where sports documentaries are our part-time job. Oh, and some nasty stuff in there that looked to be a fight almost. Holyfield is very unhappy, look at this. It looked as if Tyson bared his teeth at one stage in the exchange. In the blue corner, I'm Dylan Thomas, and with me in the red corner is Cal Monaghan. Hello, Cal. Hello, mate. Hello, hello. Today we are talking about Tyson. Um, but first, for the, just for the part-time partisans, still we know people want to hear what we're watching next week. What are we going to be reviewing in the next episode, Dil? Well, bugger them. I don't care what they want. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise. Oh. Do you know why? <laughs> why? Why? Well, it's it's our final episode for 2020. Wow. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So did you well, did you know that? And no. We no. Discussed that. <laughs> we don't we don't speak before any of these podcasts. It's news to me. You're surprised. You're surprised as well. <laughs> I'm one of the partisans. I'm one of the part-time world partisans. So yeah, it's a surprise to me. But no, that's a good idea. I'm sure everybody's waiting with with bated breath about what the the final. But we we earmarked this for a for a while. And we think it'll be a good one to do for the last one, but um, but yeah, today we're doing we're doing the boxing, we're doing Tyson, the two thousand and eight documentary. So, um, I thought I'd take the liberty of looking into what weight class I would fall into, Dill. Oh yeah, um, I don't get I don't get the weight classes in boxing. No. There's a lot of like terminology in there that's just like just say how heavy they are and yeah. the range, and yeah. we'll go from there. Bantamweight, featherweight, like super lightweight oh. or something like that. I don't even know. But it turns out that I'm a welterweight. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, Congratulations. I'm, thanks a lot. I'm 66.6 kilos. I have been for wow. a long time. And that puts Tripping me in. Wet. <laughs> and that puts, that puts a trip away. And that puts me in a weight class with uh, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. So. You're kidding. No, no. 100%. So Are you literally? Yeah. They're, they're, that's the way much they weigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're 67 kilos or, or what they're or thereabouts. But they're like uh, 10 centimeters smaller than me. I'm like, I'm tall. They are just pure muscle. Like they, yeah. they. Um, I mean, you'd you'd obviously you'd get destroyed. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think I think I'd be all right? Along with the last <laughs> one, one punch, I'd run oh, away. God, that'd be so scary. Oh, oh, oh imagine that! Imagine just seeing them bear down. Oh, it's like a that is a good point. What about you? What? Maybe this could be for the end. Oh, this could be for the end. How long we think we'd last in a ring with a professional <laughs> boxer? I don't think I'd. I don't think I'd even get in. No, um, no I'd no. be. I'd be a middleweight. Okay. Uh, I usually well, and this look maybe if I really tried to bulk myself up, I'm mm-hmm. about seventy five kilos. Okay. And uh, so a middleweight is seventy two and a half. Mm. But a super middleweight, Cal, super. If I really bulked myself up. Is seventy six. <laughs> but look, to be honest yeah. with you, I. I don't really like to talk about my weight, so it's a, topic. <laughs> it's a bit sensitive. Like after Christmas as well, might be uh, maybe we won't be fighting Manny and Floyd. <laughs> you, you've bulked up to, to heavyweight. <laughs> Too much trade after. Whatever it is. Uh, I'm glad though that we're not in the same weight class. I don't. I wouldn't like to fight you. No, no, me neither. That'll be that'll be a sad way to go. Imagine. You'd be biting ears. What a biting ears like Tyson. <laughs> I was going to say the most pathetic fight you've ever seen. <laughs> televised we'll put it on youtube no one will watch it anyway <laughs> imagine that yeah oh, six minute fight between you and exhausted I. No one watches it. just leaning on each other like <laughs> breathing like tyson 
let's go. Let's go with this one. It's at part time part time sport on Twitter and Instagram. As always, get us on there to engage in some fruitful conversations. Uh, Parttimesport.com is where you can get us on the World Wide Web. Read our reviews on there. We write up on each episode and, you know, the talking points and the stuff that we discuss in the pod. So if you're short on time, jump on there and have a look. Give us reviews wherever you can. doesn't need to be relevant to us at all and preferably four stars. And finally, while we do mention current events from time to time, every one of our episodes is designed to be listened to at any time. Uh, so, Kel, have you got one from the archives for us? Cricket trust a man bounds through Babylon. He's sticking with the singing of the old episodes. I was going to ask you why you picked it, but if you're going to keep singing, I think we should just push on. So this week is Tyson. reason we picked this one, Cal, was because he's fighting again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Roy, Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. In a few days, actually. Yeah. It's only, uh, you know, it's, it's at the weekend. We're recording this on the 25th of November mm-hmm. here in uh, Australia. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to start. He's going to start punching again mm-hmm. on the weekend. Mm. So I thought it would be a good time to brush up on on the man that is Mike Tyson because I don't know about you, Cal, but pretty much my exposure to Iron Mike is I, I don't really remember him fighting. That was mm. a bit before my mm-hmm. recole- recollections. So it's pretty much the Hangover movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he's feeling. The face tattoo in the Hangover movies. He's like, I remember- That's it, yeah. I remember very slightly the Holyfield like, drama. The ear, so the the ear, ear thing. thing. I sort of remember yeah, the scandal, we'll which we'll get to later. Yeah. But um, otherwise, this is a bit of an education for me as well. So um, this one was released in 2008, mm. from, mm-hmm. what, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's like it's highly recommended. Uh, you, you Google, literally Google sports documentary and Tyson's in the, in the list and some other top ones. Um, people have recommended it to us um, when we do a little shout out for docos. Um, this was... I'm going to say it. This was fucking weird. It was, yeah, I was, was, was going to say confronting, but yeah, fucking weird. It's a good, <laughs> it's just, both. Just a good way to describe it. it. Holy mother. It was strange. So weird. Like, I remember the, like a Ricky Gervais or a Stephen Merchant joke, which was like, um, you know, like when a child sees a midget, like for the first time, that's how I watch this, which is like, just like, <laughs> what am I seeing here? I couldn't believe it was so strange. <laughs> It was so There's weird. There's a story my my mother likes to tell where we were at a, an Aussie Rules football game. Mm. Um, so stadiums, stadiums, uh, you know, packed out. Mm-hmm. And I was a little kid, could walk. And I've walked down the aisle to the point where there was a man sitting on the seat that was really, really fat. Like he was a big, <laughs> big man. Like he was taken yeah. up, like hanging over his seat. And I just stood in the aisle like a meter from him and just stared at him. <laughs> Well, this is it. That's you watching. Like, is that you watching Tyson? That was that was me watching Tyson. Yeah, same man. Uh, it's so mad. So let's set this up. Uh, it it is just him talking throughout the whole doco. Mm-hmm. So the only other voices you hear is when they cut to maybe like an interview, like on like a TV interview that mm-hmm. he might have had with like someone else. Um, when the commentators are saying stuff during you know during his his yep. fights. They cut to that, but otherwise, it's just Mike being Mike. Yeah, uh, and then they start to do like this stuff with the edits of like overlapping voices, like his voice is overlapping itself as he's doing these monologues, and then like lots of pic- different pictures on the screen of like stopping and starting, really weird fonts 
I don't know if you noticed yeah, that. Yeah, it was um, in like Saved field. by the Bell. It's like all cheap fonts. Like you said, it looks like it was shot on iMovie. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, I think we could have We could have. And it's like one of the preset. It looks like one of the preset like um, <laughs> fonts you can get on iMovie. It's it. It doesn't look like it's got a huge budget, and it looks no. like it may be directed by Mike himself. <laughs> Plug the the who was the director? James Toback. James Toback. And he plasters his name all over the like the cover. Yeah, you know what would have been the cover of the I guess DVD back in two thousand eight. He's well respected, isn't he? Like I think he's done other stuff as well. Yeah. I didn't look into him. I just can't believe like what it what it was shot like. I, I don't. It just I didn't get it. Like so, if there's an angle that he was trying to get at, I didn't understand. Like, I don't. It was just very weird and confronting. It made maybe the overlapping voices that you said. Maybe it looked Mike look a bit more daft than he is because it was like it made him sound like just a rambling, like you know, mapper. Yeah. And 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 that was it. There's one bit where the way it was shot, like you said, with the picture in picture, was there was a bit where he was just standing, looking into the sea, into the ocean. Yeah, the ocean, down the um, beach. In like, did he have a shirt and jeans on, like down the beach? Yeah, I think even like a leather jacket at one point. <laughs> I'm like. What? Uh, yeah, and he's just watching him, and like he's not saying anything. But like, there's an overdub of a monologue that he's saying about how, um, like he performed fellatio in the bathroom. To yeah, this just followed woman. a woman into the bathroom. There's so like, did did you find close up of his licking his lips? Yeah, licking his lips. Like, did you find you were going through trying to write? Because usually we go like, okay, yeah. good quote here. We'll jot this down. I started doing that, and I'm like, there is too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to yeah. jot down oh, here. Honestly, first time, first time, I was like, I don't know if I should write this, in, and I can't keep, I can't keep rewinding it. It was just, and it was on like it, you found a stream online, like readily available, and like we said, it's cut in such a way we were like, oh, was this stream a bit dodgy or was this wrong? Yeah, it was so strange. It's like, not. Go and listen to, it, go and watch it. We, we'll we'll put the, I think we'll put the the link out in our episode description for people can can go and watch it themselves. But Jesus, it's it's really weird. Like we can't explain it as well as we want to on here. Go and watch it. It's crazy. I think, and then and then add to that, which is cla- like you know iconic of Mike Tyson is his his voice. He has an iconic yeah. voice for like what you know, that lisp, which lisp. is famous mm. for like a big strong boxer. He doesn't sound. It sounds like he's very softly spoken, and yeah. he does. He's actually quite eloquent. Articulate, yeah, like he spe- yeah. He says a lot. That's it. Yeah, he's very articulate. And so he's talking and then they're, you know, sounding quite intelligent, but then they're overlapping voices and he's staring into the camera and then he's down the beach and not swimming, just staring and, and licking lips. And <laughs> Well, like, oh. he's so articulate that I had to Google perform fellatio and I'll tell you what, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I, I can't believe you had to Google fellatio. I've heard perform fellatio before. And then... Um, Yell it yeah. out to your wife. It's... <laughs> And yeah, it's hey. uh, it's not <laughs> it's uh, it's not something you want to look into on Google. Let's get let's get into Tyson's upbringing until <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's clear. We'll give you a chance to clear your search oh, history. Uh, so it, this was the interesting, most interesting bit I think about the documentary from when we were chatting. So Mike, as a kid growing up in Brooklyn, uh, and I think back then there was no good bits of Brooklyn, but he's in a particularly bad bit of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He was a fat kid with glasses and he used to, you know, get bullied. Yep. He was talking about how his glasses got taken off him and put in a milk cart and, yeah. cart and then they ran away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's the iconic scene, Cal, and we love this, 
because um, pigeon racing has come up yeah. in past episodes. Yeah, a shout out to the Dark Horse episode. Yeah. And a shout out to, to Smiler, <laughs> if you're listening. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> Mike liked to race pigeons as well. Uh, yeah. But he had a bit of a confronting this time was, with his. This is awful. So he said that like somebody, like he loved racing pigeons and stuff, but somebody came up to him and snapped one of his pigeons' neck. And that's Brooklyn, Brooklyn baby. <laughs> Fuck. And that's oh, the God. first time that Mike beat someone up. And he was like, Yes. Yes. No one's ever going to do that again to me, like ever before. So, like, he gets into the wrong crowd, obviously, um, you know, the wrong crowd that's in Brooklyn. Man. And there's yeah, loads of stories. Crazy. And all when he was of a really young age, like a really tender age. One story about the prostitute who threw hot chocolate in his face when he was 12. Like, that was just dropped in there. $1,500 in his pocket. <laughs> but this is why we couldn't keep up. He'd go, yeah, he'd go into like drug dens and rob them with people. And then, because yeah. he's, because of the way that he is and the way that you know he is now, like just being a bit, you know, flamboyant, you know, the tigers and the face tat mm-hmm. and all this stuff, like a bit erratic. You're like, are these stories true? You just find yourself oh, second guessing everything. Yeah. I mean, if he was, again, throughout all this, Mike, if you are listening, Oh God! We believe you, a hundred yeah. fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever you did, Jesus, I'm arguing with the man. So, so then, but then there's this like sliding doors moment. So you can see he's going down the path. He's going to juvie. He's on his way to the state pen. If he's, you know, as soon as he gets to the ripe old age of whatever you need to be to go to actual adult prison. Mm-hmm. And there's he says he goes upstate to the to the juvie, and he kind of chances into boxing and there's a trainer who's in there and kind of Forget says his name yeah you can't you can't be if you go back you're going back to brooklyn and essentially being a criminal you can't box i'm not going to i'm not going to teach you boxing i'm not going to train you so he's, his quote was like so i became a gentleman <laughs> mm, well gentleman yeah. might be a stretch but <sighs> he to so you that he learned boxing and then he gets he gets put under the tutelage of this guy who we're going to call Customato. Customato. Yeah, I think I think his actual <laughs> name was longer than, but it was shortened to Cus Diamato. But when Diamato, Mike says Cus-tomato. it, it just sounds like Customato. So swear word, swear word tomato. Swear- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Customato. Yeah, it, under under Cus, he won like Junior Olympics of fourteen. He and then Cus dies when when Mike turns nineteen. So, but it was like this. But it was this like that whole. Cuss was his dad. He didn't have it. He didn't yeah. know his dad. His yeah. mum was like, I, you know, was probably making her money in some pretty shady ways. From what he was saying, uh, she was promiscuous. She was promiscuous, as Mike said. And um, you know, so Cuss was, and he respected him. He looked after him. Mm. He like Mike would go to Christmas at Cuss's house. Cuss had the nice house upstate in, you yeah. know, maybe New York or mm-hmm. getting, you know, up towards Massachusetts. And it was like, so he was kind of getting put on a good path yeah, and like a yeah. good training path. Cuss was like, you got the skills, I want you to be better. All the all the good things were happening at this point. And Mike's like, I'd do anything for Cuss. Like he's obviously young and impressionable. He's wearing like flamboyant hats and stuff and mm-hmm. Cuss is sitting next to him in a suit, but mm. he's still keeping him on the straight and narrow. And then like Cal said, yeah, Cuss dies when he was, when Mike was just 19. And then from there- he goes on to he's got the heavyweight title pretty much the next year, doesn't he? Yeah, heavyweight title at twenty. I think they say he was one of the youngest, which I don't know if he was the yeah. youngest. Uh, I'm I'm not not saying on that, but he's certainly one of the youngest to have the heavyweight title. And then um, 
Yeah, the the slang does it cost like he gets engaged to this engaged to this Robin Givens a couple of years later, which Robin Givens is um I don't I don't think Mike likes Robin Givens. Let's just put it that way. She was good. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if Mike really yeah. respects women at all, which is a bit confronting. Yeah. Jesus, part of the whole thing. understatement. Like she, yeah, he yeah um, does an awkward interview with Robin Givens and. Mike with her on like some sort of daytime TV show by the looks of it where she's just going, yeah, he's terrifying. Like he beats me up or whatever. Like, oh, I don't know. It was, it already he threatens to beat me up and shouts at me or something like that. And he's just sitting there staring at it. Yeah. Going like, I didn't want to say anything on TV because that's what they wanted me to do. They yeah. wanted me to snap and I didn't want to snap and I still respect her and I still keep in touch with her. And, and like, it's like, it was like out of everyone, Robin was one that he kind of was okay. He was like, we were too young. We shouldn't have got married. But you just think if, if Cuss stays exactly, alive, exactly, yeah. And Mike wanted Mike wanted Cuss to see him win the heavyweight title because mm-hmm. he was on that trajectory, and mm-hmm. obviously he does it the year after. Mm. And he's but like you're you're the best in the world at twenty. You're beating men like fully <laughs> that's, grown that's so kind true. of men, you know, yeah. thirty year olds at twenty. Mm. So and then getting married at twenty two when even he now goes like at that you know, in two thousand eight he was going like yeah that was way too young yeah, to get crazy. married that was stupid I was in love I didn't have anyone else and he, the question that we had was. If he gets handed to better people after Cuss, if Cuss goes, I need to find someone to keep Mike on the mm. straight and narrow, which he does, and it's Don King comes in, <laughs> the famous man from The Simpsons with the big hair, <laughs> and like he's, they talk about his like managers and stuff who just didn't sound like they were nah. really in it for. Nah. He had no one in his life after Cuss that was in it for uh, his well being. It was. It was Money. Exploitative of Mike's career. Like, from that point on, whereas, of course, you felt like there was a genuine affection for Mike or between the two. Like, he, everyone after that was just exploiting him for money because he's such a, a yeah. phenomenon. Like, and, and look, Don King, I don't think Tyson likes Don King either. And probably for a, a few good reasons. <laughs> um, Don Don basically robbed Mike of all the money that he had and Mike attacked him in front of two old, um, two old crippled white women. He said, um, and he stomped on Quote, him. unquote. Yeah, quote unquote, he stomped him. I stomped, stomped him. him. He like, stomped him. He goes in front of in front of these old decrepit white women. <laughs> decrepit, <laughs> does it? Yeah, decrepit white women. Which was yeah, all these like little. He's just saying these like as if they don't. They're not really. Uh, it's just such a descriptive. He's got an interesting like mind, Mike. Like it's very descriptive and articulate, as you say. And then like he, he he's going into how when he went into court with Don King, he received. 10, 20, 30 million, a small amount of money, he says, from that wretched reptilian slimy motherfucker. That's what he was saying. Yeah. And so a small amount of money. And I was confused I, uh, whether Mike was getting the money or Don was getting I, the money. I don't like Oh, maybe then I don't know. Like it's hard to follow. Like because you're trying to you're trying to listen to the ramblings of a madman, it seems. So you're like, I don't know. Am I keeping up? Am I taking this seriously? Is this right? Um he just yeah. seems seems a bit like detached from reality which is probably why he can't take um responsibility for a lot of his downsides yeah so this this is the thing do you do you think that anything that he, did he does he take responsibility for anything that he really does in his life because he's quite honest yeah uh, yeah he definitely says a few things like you know um we'll come on to the i think we'll come on to the holyfield fight at some point i think but like he's honest about that where like he loses his curly like he lost his warrior mentality or something like that but a few of the 
he's he's very contradictory in the way he speaks, like how yeah. he says that like there's a Trevor Baby fight, which was something where like he he'd had sex with a prostitute or he was a, or a filthy woman who got gonorrhea or something. Again, very honest, like but he's placing the blame that he wasn't fit. I, I guess he lost that fight. Yeah, he was saying he was suffering from gonorrhea during yeah. this fight, so he didn't fight as well. Yeah. He's like um, he didn't he didn't get it tested, but that's the reason he lost. And then And yeah, he talks he talks about like and then there's the rape case that he has with Desiree Washington that mm. comes up and he's um she was like a I think like a Miss America um yeah. you know kind of pageant yeah you know, uh, contestant, whatever they're yeah, called yeah. contestant yeah and he's like she's a wretched swine of a woman she was lying he, he goes like what does yeah. he say he's like Jesus. I've 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 um not raped but I have disrespected a lot of women just not her and it's like what so hang on are you admitting to doing this to other women. Yeah, but just the oh. one you've been convicted for. You're saying no. It's like, oh. what is, what is going on? Cal, you mentioned the Holyfield fight. Like, talk through that because for people who don't know, they had two fights. There was a bit of headbutting in the first. They say from Holyfield, and then in the second one, and Mike loses because he's like, I was out of it. And then the second one, there's pretty much headbutting again. So this is this is the most interesting part of the documentary for me. Like the if they would have just focused on this this fight, it would have been just as interesting because I obviously know about the ear biting scenario where Holyfield versus Tyson, massive fight, massive buzz about it. And then the first fight is that Holyfield um is sort of through the documentary you see that he's head button or just you know and like mm. and Tyson blacks out through it and he's going, I don't he remember says, that first fight. He so says, he says. Yeah. Um and then they have a, a rematch like Holyfield Tyson too. And the same thing happens again and Tyson says that he gets on to the fact that he's getting headbutted. Um it's like a tactic because Tyson's much smaller than Holyfield and he's getting headbutted and then Tyson loses his curl completely and ends up biting a chunk out of um Holyfield's ear and he bites him again, I think on the chest. Or something him like twice. That. Which no, I, I think didn't I think know. he bites him twice in the ear. It was on the ear again. Wow. And yeah. And and then and then like they call the fight and then he's just trying to he's just trying to hit people mm. whoever mm. will come near him. Yeah, and then like the, yeah, that was he insane. It. He just loses his curl completely and then like the he gets disqualified basically from the fight and everybody um gets into the ring and then he just loses curl. He wants to get out Holyfield. Holyfield's just losing his he it, Holyfield's quite cool about it, but he's just furious about the like that he's been bitten. He's obviously in like quite a lot mm. of different pain, I suppose. Um yeah, that was probably the most interesting bit of the documentary for me because I've heard of the story, but it goes into it in a lot more depth. So if you're interested into that, into the story, that part of Tyson, then it's definitely worth watching watching for that reason. Um, it's just at this point you start, or after that fight, I think Mike himself, or again, so he says, um, he's gone mentally. Um, he's, well, he goes, he goes into the clink for three years, yes. doesn't he, after the... The rape case. The rape with Desiree. Um, the wretched swine of a woman. Yeah. The, the wretched swine of a woman, yeah. as Mike would like her to be known. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's come back and he's, like, at the end of it, he's fighting for paychecks. Yeah. Pretty much like he is now. Like, he's, you know. This one. 50-odd. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's fighting on the weekend for on an exhibition match. Mm. And there's, a, there's, like, a final fight with a guy who doesn't look like he's a boxer. I'd never heard of oh, Kevin McBride. Big Kevin he's McBride. He's big, tubby bloke. And yeah, it's quite sad. He loses, and then essentially, after 
the like the interview after he's brutally honest and he's like, look, I was doing this for the paycheck. Good luck to Kevin. Look, I think I'm a better boxer than him, but yeah. I was just I, I didn't train. I wasn't here. I don't, my heart's not in this. I'm just fighting to pay the bills. Yeah, I don't love it anymore. I just need a paycheck. Um, he was, was talking so- about his his use of money. He's either like. I'm all in or I'm all out. It's mm. like, okay, mm. again, if you had someone to who actually cared about you and looked out for you, maybe this wouldn't like, happen. Like, you like know, with being smart. And I think that's probably what they're – yeah, like a cuss, exactly. And I think this is probably a bit better in modern sport. People get looked after a bit more, especially in these, you know, boxing and – yeah, these type of sports where you're an individual and your career can be quite wealthy but quite short. You've got probably better people around you, and he just he just didn't. What what did it? Let's. I think we're probably. I mean, this has probably been the most somber podcast I reckon we've yeah, ever done. Jesus. We're yeah. both How just can we like bring this back up? knocked on our feet. This ruined yeah. my week. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was watching this going, Jesus Christ, because it wasn't, it, in my opinion and, and yours as well, it wasn't the most entertaining to watch because it was a bit like, ah, oh, we're watching someone who's probably a bit mentally ill from this point of view. Yeah, like, there's, it's no, not- there's no like, it's interesting from that point of view mm-hmm. and watch it from that point of view. There's no storyline of your classic Hollywood, ah, oh, here's what's happened. Mm-hmm. And even like, let's go back to our other, yeah. you know, <laughs> I don't want to call them degenerates, but other guys that were athletes that were on the wrong path. You know, we always talk about John Daly, oh, yeah, and at John. least his was there was like the the light. There was a bit of the, the light payoff, in the like, tunnel. Yeah, with okay, family. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they talk a bit about that with Tyson, but you kind of get the sense that he's just got he's got like six kids. Who he kind of I don't know what his relationship with him is with him now. I mean, he's back trying to box for probably another paycheck. He was, yeah. yeah, it's 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 not nice. It's not really nice to watch, especially now, like he's saying about like how, like I've heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast saying that he was like about his ego Your and stuff favorite. like <laughs> me favourite. Yeah. It's just his ego's reignited, he said, which is, I don't know. He's it, it, just a, I know a lot of people, we'll go on probably about our, our thoughts on, on Mike and boxing in general, but. Go go for go for yours now. So what are, what are your thoughts on Mike after I just, watching this? I, I just can't. Yeah, I just can't get on board. Like he's obviously remember, uh, remember, he he might be listening. If he's listening, he's a stand-up gentleman, and he's <laughs> he's he's everything that he's done is he's made all the right decisions so far and continues to do so. Well done, Mike. Um, if he's not listening, you know, <laughs> I turn think, off now. Mike. Yeah, turn off now, Mike. Because it, I just I, he's obviously extremely damaged and mentally ill and obviously everything that's wrong in like sort of the masculine um i don't know discrimination against women there's loads of things that i just dislike intensely about the man um and i yeah. know a lot of people love him but <laughs> I, I can't i know like i'm not a boxing fan as well so i have to add, add that caveat but um I just yeah. It's, what what about you? What what did you think? Yeah, let's let's and let's combine in the because we always like to go. Has the, watching the doco brought you closer to the sport? Again, neither of us are huge no. boxing fans. I, I, it was so cool to watch him when he was oh, young. Absolutely. Even I've seen him training for this fight and these combinations. Like he's unreal. Like it's he, so impressive. He looks so like he's he's so tight in the body. I found myself watching his fights, and you know oh. you're doing a bit of. Ducking, like weaving, going, oh, because uh, yeah. it's so. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, like, I think we were talking earlier that 
heavyweight boxing or just boxing in general isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah, I'd love... Um, I think, you know, UFC's taken it a bit, but... Yeah, I, I, that's interesting because I'd love to speak to somebody who's got like a genuine passion for boxing um, to give us probably more of an educated view on it because like I think it seems it's like it's better, better back now. then. Do you think it's getting back to its but, pomp now? Well, I don't, well, like, you know, so I think it's, as with any of these sports, it's just individuals who can get a record going and then have got a bit of pizzazz about them and it's... So like... Fury and Joshua and Wilder and all of a sudden then you've got like, oh, okay, there's some a few names. potential big yeah. fights coming up. That's what UFC does so well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I, I, I just still don't, like, you watch, because he's, he's a heavyweight, but he's quite small. Mm. It's just like, I don't know, he looks so much more powerful than anyone else you yeah, see. I yeah. don't know what it was. And again, we're no, we're no experts. But I just think with Mike, he's, he's a product of his environment. Rough upbringing, no dad, you know, not a good network around him in terms of family with his mum, uh, you know, was pretty much into crime before it's, someone's yeah. put him on the straight and yeah. narrow and then cusses, put him on the path to stardom. He's not around to then, you know, help him make sure he becomes an adult. Like mm. he's 20 when he reaches oh, his, his sta- absolute stardom, his heavyweight champion of the world. Unifies the belts, I think, at 20. Yeah. Yeah, or wins his first and unifies them not long yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was right. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's reached the the top of the mountain, and he need you need someone there to go like, okay, mate, we're going to take majority of this cash and put it into a bank or put it into a house, and mm. he just hasn't got that. So you oh. can see then there'd be a lot of drugs, as he said, there is a lot of drugs. There'd be a lot of booze and a lot of people just saying, "You're the man, Mike. Give me some cash, or <laughs> let's go party," and. You see the results. Are we saying now, which? Are we saying to people nice. go and watch this documentary or not? What would you say? Uh, I'd say yeah. I mean, it's not not if we're doing our top documentaries of watch for twenty twenty, which I think we we'll, we will have to do next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's not it's not going to be up there for me. Nah. It's interesting to watch, especially in the lead up to the weekend, and especially if you don't know much about Mike Tyson, it's yeah. it is interesting. Fair enough, but. It's definitely not. It's definitely not a laugh. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> okay, speaking of laughs, let's do the uh, let's do the honourable mentions. Still, what what ones have we got? Oh, I don't know. Just are you okay? I mean, I'm, I'm all right. I just want to check in. I'm, yeah, right. I'm, okay. I'm a bit somber. I'm looking forward to Friday drinks <laughs> this week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like we said, honourable mentions. Uh, Cal, I liked. Uh, there's no tigers. It doesn't mention the, uh, yeah. him wrestling Shame. the tiger, and obviously the that that must come after 2008. But he is on his couch doing these monologues with his leopard print pillows, which <laughs> I, I like that he's quite consistent with his love of the big cats. That was that was pretty good. The the um the other honourable mention, which we the other Mike Tyson thing that he's famous for was when he's abusing that guy in the crowd, and mm. um, he's so. Basically, at the weigh-in? At, it's at weigh-in a or a le- presser? Oh, it's not Lennox Lewis, is it? I can't remember what fight it was. He's at a presser and he's going, he's just come out of prison and he's turned Muslim and stuff like that. And he goes, um, oh, that's right. Yeah, he's turned Muslim now, so he's you know he's all about that or whatever, like fair play. And then somebody goes like, and as I said before, like proper South Park voice, like one of the journalists goes, put him in a straight jacket. Like just like shouts it out. <laughs> Because he's going mental at someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he just turns, and doesn't he? It's absolutely frightening. I don't remember that from when I was a kid. Like someone, it, it actually is frightening to see. It's the worst rant. It's very offensive rant. Um, I, I, I was saying it's it's like when an, like a kid learns 
like new swear words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're like yeah. really mad and they don't know really what the words mean, but they're just saying all of them because they know they're yeah. abusive. Yeah, it's offensive. And like, did you understand what you're saying? No, he's just trying to, he's trying to intimidate you again. Like that, that was his whole thing, wasn't it? He's all about intimidation before, before he'd even fought anyone. I was going to intimidate you. So he's calling this guy white boy is, you know, so there's, there's like, there's racial in there. And then like yeah. the one that summed it up for me and, and pardon the, pardon the French, <laughs> but it's, it's, I, I'll fuck you till you love me faggot. Yeah. So Mike, let's like, break that down. I don't know if you understand. If you're doing the fucking, then that also <laughs> means you enjoy, like what, what, what does that I, even mean? I, it's like such a, it's such a, I don't know what these words mean thing. He's just, he's. He's flipped. His switch is gone. Yeah, it, it's and it's it's really frightening. It's like seeing someone who's lost their mind. Um, yeah, go and watch Tyson, two thousand eight. Are you are you gonna watch the fight on the weekend? No, no, I don't care. I don't care about that. Do you? Are you gonna watch is it? it? A hi- is it is it a highlights job? Yeah, oh, after watching this, I don't think I want to give money to pay per view uh, to support that. No, screw that. No, I, I'm not going to pay for that. Like, I, I don't even, I don't even care that much. It's, it's to me, it's a bit of a, um, it's obviously a, a, a grab, money grab. It's, it's a bit of a promotional whatever. Do, does anyone want to watch two fifty-year-olds fight anyway? No, unless they're drunk in the street. I don't want to watch that. The, yeah, you with the drunk <laughs> in the street again. Okay, at least there's a referee at this, so you can only fight here. That's it. All right. Cal, let's get in <sighs> to our features. To the employee of the week. Don't worry on that one, dipshit. Me, Naga. As always, we start with uh, the prestigious one, employee of the week. Uh, who's this going to go to, Cal? This is what they all want. It's Customato, every day of the week. Yeah, Customato. Lovely guy. He's got to be. Absolute inspiration. Took, took Mike into his own home. Um, and I think I am Mike. If if he is listening, as you say, like he would be, he would agree with that as well. So custom art all the way. Would he agree that we're putting Iron Mike on a performance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he would call us for this. If we have to say it's like put him in a straight jacket. I'm not going to say that. Let's just say he's on a performance plan. I don't want that horrible yeah. rant that he gave us. Um, but no. honestly, 100% deserving. Like Jesus, Mike. Friday drinks, uh, begrudgingly yes. sponsored by our friend and mascot, Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. Uh, Cal, you and I, um, we're admittedly uh, sensitive new age guys. Yeah. Uh, so uh-huh. we're, we're, we're taking out the women in Mike's life because we all oh. need to sit down and just have a good vent and a um, couple of vinos, maybe a few beers if just, they're that way inclined and oh. just- and just yeah. let it all out. Let's treat them. Let's treat them with respect. It sounds like they haven't been treated well. No, yes, we all treat exactly. them with respect. We all say, "Look, um, I've got the net Lakia Spice and Monica Turner, Robin Givens, and even the wretched twine of a woman, Desiree Washington." We're going out. We booked the table for six. We're going to talk. And what we'll do, like we'll have a proper girls' night out. What do you reckon about that? Yeah, us, us six. I like just it. going like, no, he is. He's not worth it. What a bastard he was. Um, Etc. Etc. And we just like we'll buy a few bottles of wine. There's a theme here for you. You said the same thing. Me and the girls with Sani McCandles last week in our uh, girls night in our free solo episode. I mean, it will be nice though. I'm going to enjoy that. It's going to be a nice Friday drinks. I mean, we didn't we didn't go out last Friday. No, no, nice. We stayed in girls night in. Man, we're having the girls night out. Very good. Uh, of course, you can get us on at Part Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram. Next week's documentary is a surprise. Oh. 
Let's remember that. Let's let us see out, Cal. Okay, nice one, everyone, for listening again. Go and watch Tyson. And sorry. <laughs> and uh, tell people about the show, um, not this episode, but if we've got um, we've got an archive, <laughs> we've got the archive of sports documentaries on parttimesport.com, and we're really keen for your suggestions for the next series of shows. Um, yeah, um, on what we should cover. So the links in the episode description, I will, as I said before, put the link to the documentary that we found in the episode description below if you want to watch it yourself. So, Dylan, Sex Crimes and White Lines. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>